episode of Jackman Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Jackman, here with my brother, Mike. Ricky over there producing and recording and engineering in the corner, doing a great job and uh, really excited tonight. Got another guest in studio. Um, you know, we got our sign going now and the studio's up and running and uh, everything, everything's popping big. So I uh, got my buddy here, Tony Ruscioni. Tony, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> you are wonderful. You look wonderful. And um, yeah, I've known Tony, um, God, probably 20 from maybe more than 20 years Over 20 since middle school. Point, yeah. yeah, so I first uh I first met Tony um we played hockey together. We were we were teammates for the uh, Winchenden Wolves. Oh. And Tony's Tony's oh, from man. Big Bad Winchenden, so Classic. For any any of our listeners who are fellow Conant people or Jaffrey Rinch people, you know, Winchenden was the other side of the wall. It really was <laughs> the other side of the wall. And uh we didn't have any any youth hockey or any school hockey or anything in in Jaffrey or Rinch, so the uh, closest place to go was was Winchenden for us, and that's and that's where I went, Tony. Glad and the universe th- brought you to the, us. The universe brought us together. Yeah, and, you know, my my dad uh, built a rink in our yard. We had a rink in our yard, and um, yeah, so hockey brought us together. And um, you know, things are things are insane right now in 2021. It's clown world. Really, I haven't noticed. It's clown world, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted I wanted to just uh, bring Tony on and just get his thoughts on things, and he. Um, he runs his own business with his wife and his family over in Winchenden. It's a home homestead farm. Is that what you'd call it? Uh, we call ourselves Ruscioni Homestead. Ruscioni. Yep. And the uh, store we're opening is actually the Homestead Market. So, right. Yep. So, you know, seeing a business, trying to get going, and, and, and you know, you've you got a, a retail space you're going to have off of uh, 140, right? Yep. Is it in Winchenden or Gardner? It is in Winchenden. It's in yep. Winchenden. And... Um, it's 59 Gardner Road, technically, but I, I never knew Route 140 is called Gardner Road. Oh, is it? I didn't know at that. At that point, it is, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, trying to get a, get a business and navigating all this shit now. And, oh, and yeah. So you got all kinds of... Um, I didn't see a single person until signing the papers with the lawyer, like, for the buying the building, because like, everything is COVID. Yeah, like, was everything was virtual. Every, it was insane. So we... Started in our the process in October and we closed in January, so it was insanely like long and yeah, just not no no people, no one in person. How do you do an inspections or whatnot virtually? Was that part of the deal? Uh, yeah, so no, you'd have to call in the inspector and then do the six. Have to come in there hazmat. That was after we bought the building. Yeah, so. You're going to basically from this building, you're going to sell products that you're making on your farm at home and, and a mixture of what? things. So, yeah, we have we've been doing homesteading since 2017. We got into like sustainable farming. Right. Um, we watched some food documentaries and it kind of became almost like trendy at a time where like people are starting to become more food conscious. And uh, we, my wife and I had young children at the time and. We heard some staggering statistics that we were like, okay, we're really going to want to get into the sustainable farming thing. Um, so the store is fast forward, you know, we're four years, five years into it, and we're we're producing enough stuff, and we we're knowledgeable. We feel we're knowledgeable enough in this area to start making money off of what we've learned right. in this, you know, five year, four year journey. Um, so the store will be selling what my wife has like mostly self-taught and also had like um, great mentors teach her how to do some of these like 
skills and uh, like making soap and lotions and a lot of uh, like self-care stuff um, like a muscle salve that helps with it's like an apothecary almost um, and then <clears throat> on top of that we brought in some local vendors with like some food but we kept it made in the USA and is like America first, Tony. Yes, Amer Winchenden yes. first. Okay, Winchenden first. Yeah, no, I, I I follow them on Instagram, guys. It's uh, what is it, Ruscioni Homestead? Yep, on Ruscioni there. Ruscioni Homestead. And um, yeah, you guys, you make all kinds of cool products, and uh, I'm just in awe of that people actually making shit with their own two hands. Yeah, we're, and it, we're it, first generational. Like we're just you know like yeah. our like our parents weren't farmers. Like our we didn't obtain land from our you know. Yeah, our, there was there wasn't you didn't it wasn't bequeathed upon you yes. upon a an elder dying. Yeah, and no. Tony, we're gonna give you thirty hectares of land. <laughs> yeah. Yes, with my wife, you know the dowry. The dowry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get some, yeah, uh, yeah some, some. Uh, we're gonna give you these vegetables, a, a couple of animals, an acre, and that's you know, part of yeah. the deal. No, no hardy stock for me. So, like, basically, you know, we're starting. We started from scratch with, you know, some chickens, and uh, um, that's we. It went from there. Like, it's funny because you, you know, a lot of us in this community, the homesteading community, I'll call it. We we talk about like. It, chickens are like a gateway drug <laughs> that's the marijuana if you get your first chicken pretty soon you'll chicken. have ox <laughs> those are some golden eggs yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll you'll have oxen and you'll have cows and steer and bison oh, yeah. and all that running free in winchenden yeah and so i mean yeah it started there and then you know we just got more and more passionate about it because you see the fruit of your labors like that's one of the coolest things about it yeah. is like you put in the work and you get like results like it's yeah, you it's can. Tan it's tangible. You yeah. can actually see it from all the hours and hours of work that you're doing. Yes, and like, like I'm a foodie. I love food. Like, you love to feast too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, Eric God. and I like to feast too. I don't know if you could tell. We love our we food. We like to feast. Yeah. So, so you're. Uh, so what? I like to you know promote body positivity in in yeah. 2021. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, we are plus size models. Thank you for recognizing. We're, bo we're body as positive. As long as you're happy the way you look, I really don't. You know. I'm working on my beach body. <laughs> No, I was, yeah, I was. We'll just forget, you know, we, we will ignore all the health, you know, problems that could happen, but yeah. I do want you to feel good about yourself. Thank you. Because that's really I, where it starts. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> I was telling Tony, I've been, uh, to update everybody, uh, today's day 41, I haven't had any alcohol. All right. Been, been I'll drink sober. mineral water to that. Yeah. And yeah, tonight's a dry podcast, by the way, folks. Yeah. I'm not drinking, oh. if you can believe it. We're all we're all dry here. <laughs> and um yeah, I'm do, I'm my my goal is 85 days. I'm doing I want to do 85 full days. And the reason I'm picking that is cuz every summer my brother and I and my cousin and one of my best friends go out in Boston Harbor in my cousin's boat and we just load the coolers with beers and uh cold cuts, snacks, snacks and uh you know, my buddy curates like a 4-hour yacht rock mix. All dude, all yacht rock, <laughs> oh, all of it. Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers, Steely, yeah, Dan. Steely Dan, and we wear the cheesiest, like ugliest uh, Hawaiian shirts. Okay. you know, all together. It's How do we get invites to this? Event? Yeah, well, it's our <laughs> own it little sponsored? cult. It is our own little cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sponsored by Rescue Homestead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, so we have a date picked out for that. And and that you know, when I decided to go sober for a spell, I'm like, all right, I'll I need a benchmark. Yeah, I'm a guy Benchmarks who like I need like a benchmark. I can't just say I'm totally stopping booze. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I no. can't. I can't do that. So I have to have like, like a mesh something that's measurable that I know I'm going to go up to this point. And it's not that I'm never going to drink again in my life, but I'm going to take some time off and, and work work on my health. And I've already lo I've lost you know pretty good amount of weight already just just giving up drinking for oh, forty days. 
it, fall, it falls I, off I you, could, dude. If I started drinking again, I'd probably put twenty pounds on. Like seriously, no, no joke, seriously, twenty pounds. And I was a, I was a heavy drinker. Like I, there were more days that I did drink than I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like beer, or everything, mm-hmm. or hard stuff? No, or? I, I want to get drunk as fast as possible. So like whiskey, <laughs> whiskey, vodka. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, you know, more whiskey that like you know. And you're and you're at three hundred and eight days. Three oh nine. Yeah, today. Dude, almost Good a year, man. Yeah, Good I start. You. I didn't even. I started because. Uh, one of my close friends was dealing with some alcoholism and he wanted to stop. And I was like, dude, I'll do it with you. Right. As like an accountability thing. And then I just like, it felt so good. I was like, honestly, I'll keep, I'll keep rocking. Keep this, it going. Know? I'm yeah. just going to keep going. And, you know, I found other, you know, gateways to enjoy myself and, and I haven't looked back. I do, uh, I do get tempted. It's still there. Like it's there. There have been like in these forty days. There's been like two nights where I'm like, dude, I want a fucking cold beer <laughs> yeah. right now, man. And, and it's I'm not one of those assholes. I can be around people drinking. It's no problem. I yeah, live across yeah. the street from a brewery. I love them over there. Yeah. They're good friends. I mean, of my, you can't. You can't ignore you can't, booze in this. Yeah. Society. No. 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 You, good luck. It's like, all. It's <laughs> internal, man. Because all that's gonna always be there. It's all around yeah. you. But I can go up with Mike, and Mike can have a few pops. My friends will, and I'll just have my mineral water, and it's not a big deal. We're going tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> and actually, as a result of Eric uh, not drinking, I, I only now drink on the weekends. Yeah. Like, seriously, for, for the last month. No, it's like that thing I posted about accountability. Like, it's just. It's well, like, it, like weekdays. Like, and I, I'm not normally during the week, but it catches up on you, man. You, mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit, I drank two or three times dr- this week. Like, I got drunk on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'd not, buy a handle, and it would be gone by the weekend. I'd be like, wait. <sighs> yeah, fuck! I drank all that. Yeah. So as a result of Eric not drinking at all, I'm actually drinking less, yep. and it's it's just one of those. It's good. Cause it's social for me too, man. I li- I like to be. Oh, I don't yeah. really drink on my own. Not not usually. I mean, there's some nights, you know, you you, yeah. you you put the headphones on, you crank the tunes up, you have 20 beers. But um, no, Eric's been just yeah. It's you know, you haven't been preachy. No, I'm not preachy about hate it. That. I you hate that. This when is something you're doing for yourself. Horse. You're not like, oh, you need to be doing this too. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, no, well, it's just, yeah it's just, I've it's, definitely got on that road since. It's working being for me. A hardo uh, evangelical telling everybody you that you evangelize they, oh, being sober. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, people notice God when, tells you to stop drinking. So yeah, well, well God told me, so I'm listening now. God, what if God tells you to drink? What if it's the opposite? He's like, oh, drink all the wine in the rectory. In the rectory, in your rectum. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I feel good, and and uh, so June, I think June twelfth will be eighty five days. I'm going to enjoy some cold ones then, and then I think I might just go back back on it and and nice, take yeah. more time off, Great or moderation. just have like big events a few times a year where I can really like turn let it, up, let it rip. Yeah, I did consider. So my buddy is getting married in September, and I did consider like participating in the toast. And sure. Because like, like I'm not. <laughs> it's funny. I use the. It's probably like offensive. But obviously you guys don't care. But no. like, uh, like I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a, I'm a drunk. Like alcoholics yeah. go to meetings. Like I, yeah. I'm like. Oh yeah. I I, I would I, agree with that sentiment, Tony. I'm, a bo- <laughs> I'm just I'm a boost bag. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, well, I just I'm Irish. Love alcohol. Yeah. Like I yeah. I am no, I, I consume. Enjoy I have getting drunk. Personality, and yeah. I will like. I love the feeling of being drunk. Yeah. Like that, that, I do that, too. You know, I, uh, it's fun. Most people do. Ear muscles is what they used to call it in college. Like you know, you just feel like you can fight anybody when you when you got some pops and you're, you're like Oof. what so, kind of beer is, do you like when you were drinking beer what was beer your? i like sours oh yeah me too yeah, yeah. so i i never developed the taste for like the deep hoppy ip i don't like, like those like mm-hmm. you know i lo- like people love them like it's like a cult it's a cult it's another cult <laughs> the craft beer cult white dudes with like, beards dude it's a huge yeah. cult oh, we, we fit the bill treehouse the sanctuary of tree treehouse brewery yep <laughs> and uh, it's, dude, you've been to treehouse that's 900 minute uh <laughs> the Bro, triple hoppy 17.8 yeah. percent i do yeah. my wife lets me take a sip out of a thimble 
You want some, bro? God. Yeah, I have these special glasses. <laughs> yeah. They're kept at a, a special time. Someone comes at you with that, it's just like, the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, fuck, get out of here with off. that. Yeah, yeah. The, the IPA Colts are right, real Because you dude. know damn well in high school they were drinking whatever they could get there. Keystone. <laughs> Natty. <laughs> Rubbing off. Like, oh. they were drinking whatever they could. Hobo choice. Yeah. yeah. I've I've kind of developed, I, I call it KGB, uh, uh, green, cold, um, cold green bottle. Cold green bottle. I spell cold with a K. Because it's, it's Russia. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's a tribute to anything Russian. It's uh, oh, Grolsch. Like, Dimitri Kristich, the K, you know? Yeah. It's Cold a, green bottle. Grolsch, Presidente, Stella. Peroni. Bex, Ooh, Peroni. Stella was one that I would doubt. Yeah. yeah. And they got to be really cold. They got to be yes. like, like near, yeah. almost near frozen. Almost, yeah, for sure. Like, so. But yeah, I could never get into the ones where like you, you taste it and you're like, like fucking it's like motor trees. oil. <laughs> yeah, it's not enjoyable. I mean, it, they do get acquired to it, but it's like, but then it's then they can taste the different, and that is kind of cool because you can taste the different hops. Like hops are an amazing plant. Like they, right, based on the strain of hop, will will t- depend. Will then taste the beer. However, it's supposed. To, I'm not a brewer by any means, but I know that like a sour is just a different type of hop that makes it taste that way. It's, it's like pretty sours, it's yeah. pretty cool. Sour flower was really good from Henniker um, Brewery. And it's like you said you like seeing people get creative and and craft brewing is something that people can get into and and it's a passion that they can that outlets are good. So That has been a great thing of the last like 5 to 10 years that the the um not only the farming that you're talking about, but people just opening up breweries. I mean, yep. it, it, right across the street from where we live, we got Post and Beam Brewing, which is they do an amazing job, so it, it's been great to see that. Right, um, it's an example of a market that can be like a like, or an example of just being able to take go into a market that was run by such giant, you know, cartels. Actually, yeah, <laughs> and Ezra Bush. Yeah, like these yeah. just monstrous companies, and you can actually, you know, Sam Adams is sold like everywhere now, and like yeah, that, I mean, it's an old brewery, but they started off as a resistance, right, on a horse. The British are coming. But a treehouse is a perfect example. You know, they started out as a small little. They're from Mass, right? Brewery. Yeah, they're out. I think uh, they have two locations now. Yeah, I like Wachusett Brewery too. Their blueberry, Wachusett yep. oh, blueberry. Yeah, Wachusett's oh, great. great. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, and, yeah got and, and they got a great little location over there. That, that stick figure concert they had. I'm a big fan. It was a it was a great experience. Like a, it was a live band. Yeah. Or? So they had a. I think it's their thirtieth anniversary on what you said was a couple of years ago and they had a band called stick figure there and it was like it was awesome make sure you're right in there tony make sure you're direct make sure you're my direct, direct energy weapon <laughs> yeah so we um yeah it's uh it, it's just it's 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 been a uh it's been a wild ride i can't believe 20 years i don't know where fucking two decades goes you know yeah time is and Wild. we were texting each other, and, and I'll be sure to share this when I post this episode, but Tony sent me a great picture of our hockey team, the Winchenden Wolves, probably from like 2002 or three. We, were, were we Bantams? Or we were Bantams at Bantams, that point. Bantams, right? Yeah. yeah so. We were big. We won, we won the cup that year. We did. We, we were dominant. We, 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 we were we so fucking, strong. We had yeah. Kershaw. We had Willie Lopez. Yeah. We had Duplice. We had uh, McClure Brian Nett, McClure and Nett, the Andy, fucking wall. Andy Coach Andy? Connor. Yeah, C- Coach Mike. That yeah. poor man. I have actually, like, I apologized to him, like, <laughs> later in life. Like, I saw him, and I was like, bro, I dude. So- I'm sorry, like, because I was a pain in the... You had the- some outbursts. I was a pa- Oh, so you even remember. I, I, dude, I watched all your practices. Well, I, I Mike was our biggest fan, Tony. I didn't just he, watch the, the games, Clark, every no, practice. I know, I remember. I, I went to the practices, too. Oh, yeah, your family but, was always there. No, I mean... You it, were, like, in the locker room. I remember you in the, coming in the there locker room. There were times where I'd come into the locker room for motivational speeches. Yes. Yeah, he's like Herb Brooks. <laughs> like Rudy. Is like, Eric injured? Do we need to send Mike in even though he really can't skate? 
<laughs> yeah, I remember you did a couple games in net too, Eric. Yeah, I played goalie for a few games just just cause it was fun. I won a couple, you know. Yeah, that's like the the initiation into hockey. You know, everybody's got to. You got to play goalie just once. My friend yeah. Scott wanted me to ask you guys if you remember getting beaten up by the Cobras a lot out of Keen Keen. We whooped their ass. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I mean. I mean, that year we won the cup, we, we had their number, but there were some other seasons where we got beat pretty bad. They were like Skate 3 in Nashua, right? They were the dreaded... Rotten Grotten. Oh, Rotten. The, the Panthers. They had, yeah, the, they had the purple are. uniforms. They were a bunch of assholes. Yeah, Grotten was... Skate t- 3? I mean, there's a lot of money out there. You yeah, know, yeah. It's privileged kids. Pri- on yeah, yeah just snobs. <laughs> you guys <laughs> were like the bad news bears of, of like... We were, we were oh, the yeah, fucking... Oh, yeah, Keen and Winchin and We were the mighty ducks, man. Yeah. Probably New England. Oh, like, oh old barns. Old barns. Drafty, yeah. Like Keen had chain link fence. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Was, no, it looked like something like, out of West Side Story, man. <laughs> fucking going in. Am I going to get stabbed going in here? Yeah. Tetanus you know? after you get bouncing <laughs> the boards. And of course, the Clark. Uh, you know, rest in peace was our was our home bar. That was the temple. It was a lot of good memories there. Grew up there. I public, mean, yeah. yeah public like skating my, on the weekend. You I know, started I skating at probably three years old. So I was there, and my my brothers. All pl- my older brother played hockey, so we were we were rink rats, hundred percent. I yeah. lived at the hockey rink. You were a hell of a skater too, man. I mean, may I say, you, yeah, you, you were fantastic. I, was, let's, I always tell people it's the one thing I was good at in life. So, oh yeah, Tony was Tony was one of our best uh, forwards. Usually a center, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had the in- I've always had like the endurance aspect of being able to. I played midfield and lacrosse as well. Yeah. So. And then you played with us in Winchin, but you also played in Ashburnham. Yeah, with, I did with, with those guys. Yeah, I couldn't the, get um, enough of hockey. What were they called? That Cushing. Um, Ash West Warriors. Warriors. That's it. Yeah. yeah, the Warriors. So we played them. We played PAT, which is Pepperell, Ashby, Townsend, Winchenin, Gardner. Twin City Hawks. Yep, Fitchburg at Landry. Yep, Twin yeah. City Hawks, the Landry yeah. and the Wallace Civic I like that Center. rink, man. That place yeah, have is you been old in school. there since they redone it? No. The Wallace Civic Center is like legit. They totally rink. redid oh, it? It's beautiful. Don't they Remember do the concerts old, there too? They, yeah, they do. It's like it's like Frank Fitchburg State's like oh, Civic okay. Center, yeah. Remember the old punching bags you sang from the ceiling? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like 1970s. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Even yeah. Right. They look like. Yeah, they look that's like that's right. Wow. That's old school. You guys went did a tournament, I think, in Vermont at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Vermont Academy. With Duffy. Up there. We, oh, yeah. He was from Gardner. Yeah. He was Steve a defenseman. Duffy, uh, he's, he, I remember him, he, man. So he, like, runs a. a the Sharp Shack, which is a, 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 the hockey, the local hockey store in Winchenden. Oh, he does. I yeah, got to so see he, him, man. I got my skate sharpened, you know, from him, and you know, we get all our tape and stuff. Yeah. No, he was. He's a good. He was a good player. He's a good defenseman. Yeah, he's a good defenseman. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow, I haven't, yeah, I haven't thought about got him a in mouth years. on him, but he, oh, uh, he had a wicked mouth. <laughs> he could back it up though. He had he had the swag dude from the blue line. You know, he was that was like he, Jeff Priest. Nobody could ever catch oh, him. Oh, Priest, man. He'd yeah, shit he talk was, a little bit and then smile and then just skate away. Yeah. Great hand. Jeff Priest had great hands. Yeah, it's funny we play hockey with these guys in the men's league, and it's all these years later. It's just yeah, you're still playing with a lot it's of those like guys. Hockey's such a. That's one of the beautiful things about the sport. It is the community. Is, you know, that's us. Like we we haven't played together in twenty plus years, but yeah, it's still it, it kept it was a bond enough it, to exactly just, that locker room time. It, that's like. It was locker room talk. It was Tony. locker room talk. It was locker room talk. Bill Clinton <laughs> has boys do- being boys. Has Bill Clinton locker- has done worse on the golf course. Okay, that was locker room. Imagine Donald Trump in our fucking locker room. I can because I mean it's a hockey locker room. You know, it's a hockey locker room in the nineties. I'm thinking was- about buying the Wolves. I'm thinking about it. Okay, I talked to Coach Bombay. 
Okay. We're, we're looking at it. We're looking at the Zamboni. You know, and, we, and, and when we would do pickup hockey or, you know, you would do it with dad. And I mean, they, they would crack beers in the locker room. That's oh, probably oh, not allowed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not allowed. Is oh, it? it yeah, is it still? Thing. Oh, beer league oh. hockey is absolutely They, they can't thing. totally cock everything. That's still, no, that's that's still good. No, that's definitely. I mean, that's that's part of men's league is, you know. Yeah, the cold ones afterwards. The suds. That was probably the most tempting. The cold ones that we're not drinking, Tony. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. My mouth is salivating. <laughs> Give me that sour. Yeah, no, so many great memories there, and, and playing hockey in Winchenden was fun. And yeah, hockey you know, was in my life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know my dad was from Canada, so I always I watched him as a young kid play. I, I would he would play at uh, Babson Rink in Wellesley, Mass. Babson, you ever been over there? Oh yeah. So he played in the men's league at Babson, and um, shit, I remember being like really little, five. He'd he'd you know five or six i'd beg him i'd say dad let me come with you so i can watch you you know i thought he was on the bruins you know oh yeah my dad's on the bruins dude the dad heroicism is, oh, is something that's, it's, that's it's where it starts the craziest responsibility like it is insanely like stressful <laughs> yeah you know, well you just, have this little human that uh, well now you're on the other end of it because you have uh, what do you have three sons uh, two boys two, two girls two boys two yeah so right you and they all play and Three, right. three do, yeah. The yeah, three youngest so. pl- are in the sport themselves. Yeah, your you, your dad is usually your gateway into the sport that you're going to be into for your life, and you know, for us was hockey. So you know, between my dad and then your your dad taught me how to play hockey. Every, yep. Like I learned the sport. I had the love and the passion for it from my dad, and then he signed me up for Winchester hockey. And then Glenn was my coach for I think, except with the exception of one year, Mike was my coach. I had Glenn yeah. as a coach every year. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I credit him, man, with yeah, teaching me the game. He, he could definitely teach. You yeah, know, hell of a coach. Fundamentals of hockey. Yeah, I learned. I learned a lot from him. So, we uh, it's just it, it contributed to a great childhood. You know, it made it made uh, it made not having a hockey team at school bearable because I could go to go to Winchester and play. So, yeah, and it's a brotherhood. For it sure. is. Like, it is. If you know somebody who, who plays hockey, you just it's just one of those things. Like you know somebody who rides motorcycles. It's like right. It, it's, it's like a club. A it's, it's, it, it's yeah. It's a club. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch that show? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do Jack? We were big on it. Yeah. I'm doing this thing for my club. Jacob <laughs> Brown. I need you in church in an hour. I need your vote, Tony. I feel like they ended that one well. Like I feel like they ended it. Like they probably could have. They kept it going a little longer than yeah. they, like when with the Mexicans and stuff. And I was like, well, and then obviously well, I'm not gonna spoil it, but like it, they did a good job. I think. I, yeah, I thought the ending. I mean, how else are you gonna end it really yeah. with that story? They're they're really they're not good people. I mean, yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm not a good person. Yeah, I'm a bad person. I've killed people. I'm a weak man. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure Abel never sees this. <laughs> yeah, his son Abel. Oh, yeah. Son, oh, yeah. Abel. I named him Abel. It's okay. Abel. But um, yeah, no, I think they they nearly jumped the shark when they went to Ireland. Like yeah. they had their yeah. bikes and they changed the theme around a little yeah, they bit. Bastardized like, it and they 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 um they appropriated. The chief, they appropriated my Irish culture. They did. Yeah, they had the chief, chieftains come in and do the th- rehab the theme. But uh, yeah, no, it's true, man. Yeah, you were still in touch with a lot of those people that you you guys all played with and and uh, childhood yeah, it, memories. It's a I shared mean, yeah, it's a shared of uh, a simpler time. You yeah. Know? Yeah, a simpler was, time. And, and and Tony and I were texting earlier, and you know, just saying, "Thank God we didn't grow up in the fucking woke bubble. The, we, we we were allowed to be boys, man. We were just yeah. kids. There wasn't all this other shit thrown at us. It was no, si- no it was cell simple. Phones in the locker room. Self. None of us had cell phones. Yeah, I know that's. I mean, Fuck. we just we just had like, we just had we had to talk to each other. We were there, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just you're in the moment, and and you're playing your sport, and. Um, I feel, you know, I don't have kids, but I feel they're probably there's some things they're missing out on. 
that that we had. Uh, that, I don't. I think you can actually. Can you still? I think you still can get it. Still raise them in a way that they get the the a good balance and moderate. I mean, I I think we try, you know, to do our best um, to integrate them, you know, and give them a good, well-rounded <laughs> initiation into life. Yeah. Um. Like I I I still my kids play in the woods and climb trees. It's awesome. And. and I don't their their childhood is honestly better than mine. <laughs> they it's pretty awesome. They got like the video games are way cooler. <laughs> like I because pl- we played games. video games. Oh, like, yeah. Super mean, Nintendo. Super, yes. we, we had the internet and 64. We were just like we were, we had life before it so we knew how to like Yeah, exist well, there was a without, separation. Yes. It wasn't just one thing. You know, yeah, like exactly. it is now. You it's didn't all, just live in this yeah, world. Yeah. Like that's that's online. Right. If you were gonna like, you know, after practice wanna talk to one of your teammates, you had to wait till you got home to call them on the, yeah, on, like the on, la- a on the landline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no cell phones. Yeah, I didn't call a lot of my homies where you did you Oh, you call on them. You show up at the door. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, go we, call on. Yeah, right. or when you see him, you you preset a time. You make the plan. Like, All yeah, right, man, was, Tuesday I'll be yeah. at your house yeah. after school. My mom's three. gonna bring me by in the My van. My mom's dropped me off in the van. We're gonna yeah. go rent a uh, tape from Blockbuster. And Block we still Post. made it work. Oh, yeah, like, yet, without problems. Right, right. The yeah, people now like, almost, almost better. Like uh, I, I like. Yeah, well, there were I'm more like surprises. There was more to talk about. There was like, more mystery. Oh, I haven't seen what your last meals and what your your medical appointment looked like on the internet. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to see your uh, live stream doctor's appointment and your uh, where you got a fucking colonic. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know the last thirteen meals you've had. <laughs> Tell me about one of them. It's weird, isn't it? Weird. It's weird now, man. It is. It's true because we all participate about. in it. I mean, we were talking about social media earlier, and I'm on Facebook, and you guys are. You do I'm on f- the socials. Yeah, yeah, we're all on there. So I'm, I mean, an, I'm, an, I'm an anonymous Twitter. User, you're an anon. So I'm a, I'm, you shit yeah. poster. Oh, I gotta figure uh, out your account, man. I'm 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 all over Twitter. <laughs> I, I know you are. Oh shit! Do you follow me? I do. Well, all right, we'll, we'll talk off air. What, what your I've handle been seeing is? You, are like, you Q? Yeah, no. dude. Are you fucking Q, Tony? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually just grew a strain of cannabis called QAnon. It was a uh, just a, a interesting. You smoke so I much, you up. think you're Steve Bannon? Does it make you paranoid? <laughs> <laughs> yes, terribly paranoid. You get a Russian accent after a couple of tokes. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's weird, man. And, oh, and I, I got the seeds from that guy with the 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 Viking hat and Q and on shaman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I got the seeds from him. <laughs> I don't know what smoking it does yet, so I'm, that, I'm looking forward. It to doesn't it. make you want to storm the Capitol, or <laughs> it does make you want to resist. You know, yeah, just resist a little bit. It's it, it's fucking incredible, but you know, um, social media is is good and bad, man. And um, like like everything, like everything, and and. A lot of people, and I'm guilty of this, will say shit on there that you would never say in person. Mm. You know? Oh yeah. And we we had Keyboard a warriors. we had a flare up. You and yes. I, Tony and I, had a little falling out. You know, because we were both keyboard warriors. We were. We were also both like uh, very, uh, I would say, hard minded. Yes, uh, passionate, we were, in, we were in passionate. We had yeah. a, on my end, I had a lot of growing up to do. I used to try. I used to fashion myself a self styled edge lord atheist. And just take on anyone with religion, yeah. all comers, and and, and uh, no, I'm right. They're, they're religion's stupid. There is no God, um, and you're wrong. You know, and that's a religion itself. Yes, you, you had that. like a, almost like a, you had to a, something to settle. Like you had yeah. to win this. And I, and I I was the opposite side where I was like, no, there is absolute proof exa- for God. Exactly. And I'm going so to absolutely. So there was no. Middle ground at all, like ground. and we were oh. never ever going to see eye to eye. No. So we would just like get triggered by each other. We, w- posts, we would like, trigger each other, and then you know fire shots at each other, and yeah. you know we didn't. And now we, it's wild. Like we, I we didn't like, really mean it, Tony. 
we didn't really need it. No, we didn't know what we were we doing. Didn't, we yeah. weren't conscious. We right? were like, we were cogs in a war that we weren't even. We didn't even know what was going the, on. Uh, the moral dilemmas I struggle with is: uh, are people responsible for their own conscious? Like, are they, you know, because I didn't necessarily, uh, you know, I, I can't be responsible for something I'm I'm not capable of doing at the time, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, in in plus two, the medium. I mean, the medium. That's a terrible place to try and have a, a nuanced conversation, right. or even try to have an exchange of where I'm coming from, where you're coming from. So, um, and it's wild. Cause like you see these people in public, like that are posted on Facebook and you can't help but think different about them. Cause like, right. look, look <laughs> what you're saying behind a keyboard to other <laughs> right, people like, who, you know, who you grew up with. And right, like you realize like your friends are like 800 people. Yeah. Like, right. Like, that's just a small amount. There's people that are like, have these large, large numbers. It's like, man, these big followings and, and it, uh, yeah, it's, it's forever. It's there. Oh yeah, there's there's no. Like, that's one of my favorite. Like, every morning I go through my Facebook memories. So like, it's like a little cringe Here, moment. Here's like, where, here's oh, gosh. here's where I was at. Super at this Christian point. Tony. Like, oh man, cringe I, Lord like, Tony, cringe Lord like, Eric. <laughs> yes, that's how I. Dude, we were cringe lords. we were definitely we were definitely cringe lords. I would reminisce. I'll go through my old posts and I'll see like some of our old debacles, and oh. it's like, oh my man, like we. We just took shit too serious that like you can't even absolutely know about, and we're just like, no, you know, no, it's, it's that, that's the thing too. That's kind of where I am now with religion and with um, the idea of God or any of it. Like I, I personally don't believe in what they call God or what a lot of religions recognize as it. But I, I'm not sitting here saying I know. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know. Right. And I, I would, though. Like, I would have said here, I know there's and a God. I, and I would I say, am. I know, Tony, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, I know yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I don't think there is, but I mean, who, who the fuck am I? What, well, I'm well like, we, were, we were both really hubris. Yes. You know? is that, we yes. Were, it was like, it was crazy because, you know, Christianity is supposed to make you humble. <laughs> and oh. it just made me like this egotistical. You're very like, braggadocious. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a predestined son of God. Like,. <laughs> You know, like, you're but <laughs> on, on, on the other end, though, I mean, I so my idols were like Christopher Hitchens, Richard yes, Dawkins, Sam Harris. Sam Harris, Daniel Dennett. But but that's a religion, a re, not a itself. religion of yes, non-belief. And you have idols you worship and you copy and spew their talking points. You buy their books. Those are your Bibles. Yep. You spend money on them. You go and see them. I, m- I went and met Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm glad he's still I met a hero. him. A genius. No, he's oh, still he's a hero of mine. Genius. But if he were here, we, we would be arguing so about the, problem, uh, the Iraq war. Yeah, the yeah. problem with that is, like, I was so close-minded, I never gave Chris Hitch- Hitchens a chance. And then after deconverting and getting away from that, I've listened to these brilliant, yes. you know, men. And it's like, man, I was missing out on so much knowledge. And, you know, because <laughs> basically I was like, if they're not Christian, they can't provide any truth. They can't tell they, me anything. They, yeah, they can't break through and provide because it's, it's, you know, it was just the mindset that, you know, they would talk about, like, your biblical lens. You know, you have to look at life through your biblical lens and you like filter everything as if it's, you know, in that world. And right. it's like, so basically anything outside of the world is useless. It's no good. Yeah. yeah it doesn't. I'm, I'm not so, going to like, yeah, I've read Sam Harris, Chris Hitchens. And I'm like, man, these guys have fountains of knowledge that are available to well, us. Well, and the and thing with Hitchens, he knows the Bible better oh, than the believers. Absolutely. No. He, yeah, know, he, he knows their texts in and out. I ended up watching like, because I remember watching like debates i would watch because i was a debate lord you know i had to i had to de- had to brush up on my you were pretty good at it too man and you i mean you still are but you you were convincing i mean you were yeah, like you, were, a... you you really believed what you were what you were saying man yeah I mean, that's you, not you, hockey you, know? you had the courage yeah, yeah you were like exactly. and i really believe you were taking he was the, wrong you're taking the gloves <laughs> off you're you're taking you're doing five in the box for christ <laughs> yeah. 
Fought for fighting. <laughs> Christ. Absolutely. Oh, man. But Five it, minutes well worth it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But I think what it was is maybe we hadn't spoken to you in a few years. We certainly hadn't seen you in person. So then all of a sudden... Christian Tony right, emerges. That's and social that's, media, that's, right? Right. And, yeah. And you that's hadn't the seen weird, us. And yeah, right. It's Christian Tony and it's Edgelord Atheist, Atheist Eric. Eric. Yeah. yeah. Right. Asshole. I was, Only a, just I was a complete asshole. That's who we were. Like yeah. That, it consumed me. I know it, it did. It consumed my... It was an identity for me. You know, we talk about identity at this day and age. And it was... That's who I, <laughs> I identified who as. Who identified as. as. Born again, evangel- evangelical Christian. Yeah. Like just right. 100% Bible is the inerrant word of God. Like it is not wrong in any sense. Don't question it. Yeah, and you were saying earlier, you, you did 11 years on that road. 11 you, How did you years. get into that? How, how did you, because you, you weren't raised. So this is le- how weird and cyclical life is. I, uh, I took a, like a, a good-sized mushroom dose <laughs> when I was, uh, psilocybin mushroom dose, when I was, I want to put this, I think I was 22 years old. And one of the things about heavy doses of mushrooms is they get you, like into this place where you're contemplating things that you maybe normally wouldn't contemplate on your normal nine to five, you know? So one of the things I was really struck, like my life was a a wreck at the time. Like I was, I think I was like seven months, you know, backed rent my life. Like I wasn't with who I'm with my wife. Uh, I've been with my wife since I was 15. And uh, during this time, my period where I was, I would consider myself a bit of a fuck up. I was, uh, (laughs) I was just a, I hit rock bottom and, yeah. and that's, you know, and then I took a mushroom dose that was a huge mushroom dose and it just made me, you know, start to question the big question, like, why the fuck am I here and why am I dealing, because my life sucked, <laughs> you know, I was in a terrible place and I wanted to know, you know, is it, why the hell, like, is this a cruel joke? Like, if this is a God, like, hmm. make yourself known and like, and it was this kind of like, I guess, an open uh, the beginning of the opening of consciousness where it's like okay like like you begin to think of yourself outside of yourself and i i dabbled in some religions i uh i read into buddhism and i and i read into hinduism and i and i just <clears throat> i read some new age stuff and and my grandparents were catholic and and they were pretty devout and my grandma still is great woman i have tremendous respect for s- certain religious <laughs> people um but yeah and so i started reading the bible and i started with the old testament and i'm like i'm reading this thing and the guy's devouring his people into ground <laughs> just straight up wrath like the whole old testament is brutal that's where they really kind of yeah get. they so bring I'm out the big reading guns. this stuff and <laughs> i'm like you know i want to know what it is like i want to know what's like i i had this mushroom experience and i'm now like like wondering what is god like why are we here this time i'm looking for answers what they would call a seeker i was a seeker um so i started with the the old testament and man and i was like yeah this isn't this guy's not for me like i already had kind of like you know my dad is the hockey coach but you know i had to go home to that guy and he was a little different you know he was a little tougher at home he was a he was a bit of an authoritarian so i I don't know if it's, you know, the head trauma or my natural personality, but I'm a rebellious son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, you oh, tell yeah. me to do something, I will not do it. You're doing the opposite. <laughs> like, You're yeah, doing and I'm opposite. going, yeah, yeah, like, oh. Yeah. So, you know, my dad probably should have stopped coaching me <laughs> if he was if he was wise. But um, so, like, I, I didn't like authoritarians, and I still, you know, I still, like, you know, I'm, I'm a free-spirited individual. I think the individual is the, you know, the 
most divine you know the the, the soul right like you're an individual that's the you know where your power is in your individuality and you are a human being um so i i didn't like the old testament god and i was i, I met i saw my grandpa who was a devout catholic uh, at, at father's day and i was like man i just i don't know about this old testament god i'm like he's kind of angry he's kind of violent and doesn't seem like a guy i'd want to follow and he goes you know go read jesus so i stopped reading the old testament i read the new testament and that's where i had some like emotional experiences where like so i've after like deconverting and and looking back and like you know really analyzing this experience because i went deep so like it formed it was like you know 11 years is a long time developed to make it like and it was formative years your early 20s are very you know early in, into your 30s like that's adulthood like we're learning to be adults so there are some positives that i got from that in that area where i learned some disciplines like becoming a better father and husband and like i did get that from that um but yeah so i started reading jesus and uh, i fell head head over heels into it like it it answered all my questions i was looking all the answers are right you know, here. i was at rock bottom yeah. it made you and, feel better too. it made, it made, you made feel me good. feel like okay like you know i'm i'm a sinful person and you know i need a savior and you know if i do this stuff maybe my life maybe my life will get better um and then i started getting into the church and i and so i went to school and i had this teacher that was you know she had an impact on my life and I knew that she went to a church in town. So I went to one church and it was kind of like I didn't get the I didn't get good vibes from it because I'm I am a hardo. Anything I do, I do as hard as I play. like gym hockey. You know, that's I was good at hockey because like I would spend my life in the driveway rollerblading and shooting pucks. <laughs> and like I didn't know anything else. It was like an art class. What did I do? I drew hockey rinks like I was yeah. obsessed and so like anything I do, I become obsessed with and I became obsessed with Christianity. And um, yeah, so I found this church in town that's like a fundamentalist evangelical church that's like hardo Christianity. Like if you're going to do Christianity full brim, like this is this is your place. All facets is, of your life. Yes, are now like this is fully immersed like christian life like you're this is if you're gonna do it you're gonna live the life yes you're gonna do it and i got and yeah so i got sucked into it um and it made me feel good at first it really did like i was well, you know, a community here's a community that's gonna welcome me well, right? yeah and the idea of like an unconditional entity that loves you no matter what like and has sent his like it's like you're get out of jail like all that because i i you know i struggle with shame and you know a lot of things that I've done that I, I was dealing with like my life sucked like I was in a terrible place I was yeah. not you know you know I was a good athlete good grades like I, I was supposed to have you know this aspiring a future, different traje future trajectory you yeah. know and I was I was ho like borderline homeless I, sh I was getting evicted um, no job I couldn't pass a job because fucking drug tests imagine that the one of the most bullshit situations in this country is weed tests but you could literally be a pill head a junkie oh, drunk you can be a drunk yep. and you and you can get any job you want but you you smoke a doobie every once in a while and you cannot work you're for, hitler yeah you're <laughs> you're you're barred from employment yeah. that's what a lot of um we were talking about that show trafficked earlier they said that you'd be surprised people who do crack and do heroin doctors lawyers yes uh teachers just 
run yeah. of the mill people you don't mayors of Toronto you don't view as right. drug addicts. So, yeah, so I couldn't. So get a you job. couldn't get a job because you were using marijuana. Yeah, I, and it yeah. wasn't that I Which wasn't is, trying. Yeah, or like that you I, weren't I, a worker. No, I was. I was trying to get my life on, and I couldn't. Yeah. Like I was just in a bad place, and uh, so. You know, like a lot of people, like addicts and people who are going through divorce, like these people find religion because it's it's like it's sanctity. You know, it's 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 a place to go where you're safe. It's going to wash you clean of this stuff. Yeah, it's it's going to make life tolerable, like because yeah. it sucks really bad. And and like and so it, it did. It gave me and it, and it distracts you. It keeps you busy because like you you could volunteer a hundred hours at a at a church they will suck you dry they will <laughs> there's no end they, of volunteer opportunities. no there is not i mean <laughs> that church needs cleaning <laughs> who's cleaning that church tony yeah, yeah that was one of the things yeah. we were a weekend yeah. cleaning team at the yeah. church because many hands make light work that's right <laughs> <laughs> now when when you did get in there and obviously when you finally did get a job and stuff were they taking 10 percent of your money how did that work yeah what was yeah this was is it 10 percent so well so they didn't what's that called teething tithing T- yeah. sorry tithing. so they were they were fundamentalists so they actually believed that it, it that ten percent was too mu- too little. Oh, twenty percent. Let's no, double it up. They didn't want to put a number on it, oh. so they wanted you to put whatever, whatever the Lord compels you to yes. give, Tony. Is <laughs> yes. that what they said? Yes, essentially, like whatever you're convicted to give, but as long as it's over ten percent, <laughs> you know. So wow. yeah, that's one of the things. So one of the things I struggled with the. So I was like deconverting while meeting with the pastor. Like, so it was like this process where I was like working through these questions I was having and meeting with the pastor to bring these questions to him. And that was like one of the things I like. So he makes like six figures in the town of Winchenden. He's driving a nice car. Tax exempt. Wearing nice clothes. Tax, yeah, tax exempt. Oh, not paying so taxes. So we paid his house, yeah. his cars, and like they bought a building, you know, right down the road from, you know, his house. Like, and, and, and they do preach it. Like, they preach not idol idolatry because you obviously can't go that far but like very very much respect for this you know the leader oh, he's, a, he's an authority figure he in is, your life and he's been he's, chosen by god he's so. ordained so you can't question that yeah but so one of the things i brought up is like dude, you live in a town of winchenden which is like a median income of like 30 to 40 000, like low income like town right and you're making six figures like and so the the and i was talking about and i brought that up with him I'm like you know jesus like he even you can quote me like he didn't even have a place to lay his head like he was a meek humble servant he's like and they would all, so they worshipped Paul basically Saint Paul was he apostle the apostle Paul Paul yeah. McCartney so, yeah oh wait Sir Paul yeah we'll get to I the got Beatles to see him oh, oh yeah ooh, oh yeah we, we did too we got Beatles oh. chat oh yeah so yeah so, so they basically and then I yeah and uh, that was one of the things that. How many members were members of this About church? About 100 people. So you got so 100 people. Not a huge, pe- not so a let, huge let's crowd. do some fucking uh, multi-level marketing numbers here, Tony. You 100 got, times 10%. You got 100 people every month given, let's call it, jeez. Uh, so I didn't give 10%. 100. <laughs> I was a sinner. Damn, I, I, I gave 9%. Did, you know, I'm, fucking up. This, I'm calling him, dude. I'm telling him you didn't give 10%. Maybe that's why this shtick didn't work, because I didn't have enough faith. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't have enough faith. I didn't, I didn't not enough, enough faith, money. not enough cash. So even if even let's just call it 100 people. No, or, they had or, their budget like. Or, right. So, yeah, so the budget was like two hundred thousand dollars a year in this building to uh, run the to run to, the to organization. Run so that's was, not revenue. 
Well, the, they, that's nonprofit. Well, you don't know what the revenue is. Well, I, okay, you don't want to call it revenue. They have just capital. Capital. So they okay. have capital. Jesus yeah, capital. That's their, yeah, and that's listed. You can go to one of their business meetings and they'll like. And you can get all these numbers. Yeah, because it's all tax. You know, they have to qualify. You know, I just everything. I always th- you know and but and, it, uh, it is it's wild. It's a it, lot of like and so basically it's just an expensive Jesus club. Well, right. Like it really it's a social is. club. It and, is and for people who love the Bible. Right. So it's like Joel Olstein on a smaller level. Because when I look at fucking Olstein in the racket that boy's got going, yeah. What what is he? Fifty thousand members go to that. Like that's it's a, a stadium. stadium. Yeah. That's more people st- than it's like five towns. It's like, like the fucking in. Rose Bowl. Yeah. You know, and those people tithing. And what are they? Ten percent. They're and they're and, and these are high income people. And, like some yeah, of them. And their health and wealth. So he preaches. The What's more, health and wealth? So the more you give, the more God will bless you. Oh, OK. What a what a what a card that Dude, is. Holy shit. So we man. used to preach against the health and wealth. You know, they were bad Christians. We were the right kind of Christians. They okay. were the bad kind of Christians. You know, the heretics. Because there's only one way, right? Like that's dude. Can we t- t- Rusciani Homestead? Can we get a church going in there, man? Let, we let's, could. Let's Actually, get our I, own so fucking funny church story, going. I, dude. I did. I started a nonprofit, so I started my own Jesus Club. Oh, but so, oh, so you not, have nonprofit status? I am. Yeah. Oh, the Rusciani ex- Homestead is a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, let's do. So I'll come in. I'll preach a couple nights a week, <laughs> man. I'll we'll fucking we'll get some QAnon in there. We'll, yeah. We'll, so we'll, we worship nature in this church. You're naturalists. Yes. I mean. In a way, we all worship nature. You I do. Should. I mean, that's I do. Where we come from. I go outside, man. I, I'm in fucking. I'm still in awe of, of Mother Nature. Yeah, and I think there's a movement right now that's kind of bring, like there's almost like this new hippie movement with you know everything going on, and I think we're going back towards that nature. I hope so because that's why. I mean, that's why we opened our store. Our store is all, you know, all about getting back to that reconnecting. And yeah, and I an do this ecosystem, not an ego system, is what I like I li- to say. I like that. That's catchy. Rather than it's not too culty. No, it's not too culty. Right. But it, it's 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 you can market it. Yes. You can put it on a shirt. You yes, know exactly. But um, yeah. So I just you know you look at like an Olstein or you know even on a smaller level the one you're at. But you know I have plenty of people in my world who go to church, and I, I walk in, dude. It's the first thing I think. Hundred from them, fifty from them. It's just I hear a cash register so in the I back was a of my counter. mind. I was like, I was deep, like I was deep in it. I was, I, I, I was like, wait, wait, if counter? I was under, if a bean I was, counter, like an accountant. I or? would uh, no, like they count the money after and everything. Oh, oh like you would, you would. So I would know how much was coming in. Okay. Basically. So like on a really good day, man, what was the most cash you would count? Oh, one thousands day? on a good day. Yeah. Five grand. Yeah, that's a good day. Wow. But that's like with special, like. On an average, I don't remember. They so you'd, have, you'd have to divide it, whatever, like $250,000 is by 52 weeks is about what they brought. Because it's funny because they would always like bring in what they needed. Yeah. Like this abundance thing didn't really. No. You know, was... <laughs> they wanted they wanted to make sure the lights were on for Sunday, but they, you know, they weren't bringing. Because like, that's one of the things that bugged the shit out of me was like, where's the like the outreach. So one of their things is they talk about being like a city on a hill, like the light on a, you know, shining beacon, the beacon, but it's like, we're a pretty civilized society right now. So you kind of got to do some shit to stand out as like a, as a good organization. And they kind of suck. Like they like, they weren't feeding the homeless. No, not even that. Like that's one of the, we would do like like three outreaches a year and that was it. And like, and it was like that. It was like those are the club outreaches, you know. We do them three times. It's like it's literally a club, like a club. And Social they, but club. they think they're like part of this oh, divine, you know. Yeah. We're doing the Lord's work, like even so. Since uh, leaving, have, has anyone else who you were in there with left? And are you in touch with like 
people from before, or, or what, what's uh, mostly no. or no You've one will talk to you. You've been much. totally so, ostracized. So, so part of the fundamentalist evangelicalism is to basically cast us off, like we're cut you off. So that was another thing that was red flagging me uh, during my deconversion, where I was like, we. So one of my friends got a divorce. Um, from his wife and they basically had this like announcement in front of the church and we're like if you see him at a store don't even say hi to him i'm wow. like but this is my homie like i'd go to over his, i'd go over his house and watch bruins games with very him. christian <laughs> well it is though because the oh. bible said you know they had these rules based on the bible, the bible said so they're not they're not they didn't make these well, you, rules. you can't God hang did. out and watch bruins anymore because they got a divorce <laughs> what the, dude, the bruins games Bro, will be like, better now because the wife's not there to nag them the games are going to be even better now <laughs> It's fun, like that's, but that's the the insanity I lived, and like so, like that stuff started happening. There was a couple of those where they had like these public shaming moments where like they would bring somebody up front and like, like Game of Thrones and shame, let, like let their sin be known to the congregation, and like, dude, like that's fucked. Like so, I was getting anxiety because one, yeah. time, like, because one time they were starting to say stuff. I'm like, well, I have those. Like they were naming things that, like any human, like. Like living in sin, it's like yeah, we're humans, we're fallible, we fuck shit up all the time, and it's like so they would they would go through these like ceremony things where they bring people up to shame them, and I would like have anxiety attacks because I thought they were gonna call my name. I was yeah, like, because I, I was deconverting, I was like starting to ask questions, I was like starting. So to wait, deconverting, you were like, rebelling. Everyone knew you were doing it, or you were doing it privately. I was kind of doing it privately, so I was worried that they found out. Like honestly, like I started smoking weed. And like they didn't know. So like, fear like, is a big tool that they use. Currency, yeah, oh, hundred percent, yeah. And I was like, to, I, I was ha like, that's when I like, I can identify like what an anxiety attack is because of those moments in in the the sanctuary where they were like the sanctuary, Mike. The sanctuary <laughs> where I was having anxiety. <laughs> it's called it's called the Think sanctuary. It's like real double speak. This is fucking. This is this is inver total inversion, dude. <laughs> It's wild to think about. Yeah, so I was having these things because I thought they were going to call my name. Wow. I thought I was going to be publicly shamed for, like, smoking weed and questioning the Bible and stuff. So finally I was like, listen, I got to get out. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna get out before I'm publicly shamed because I was, I was like, these things just kind of pushed me over the edge. Like, I was just finally – because I was starting to question things, and then these things started happening, like, you know, like getting involved in people's, like – sex lives that are full-grown adults like um, it's yeah unless you're in a swingers club and you have an open marriage there's no need to do that yeah no like like <laughs> like like casted these people out of the church again like it just pure like yeah so wow. that, that stuff really it's authoritarian man yeah so I, I mean and the ultimate authority is this book that they're using this translation of to to, to base their absolute rules on so like <laughs> there's not a lot of room to to grow or to to really do anything like you follow this life and that's it which is why i absolutely love what happened at liberty university with the falwells <laughs> dude i live for that he's shit like cucking, Tony. right yeah he's a, cuck. <laughs> he's a cuck dude he's a fucking cuck one man. of my favorite insults Jerry, ever, just calling somebody dude, a cuck i love that word <laughs> we, we it, yeah it, i'm on a disc golf team and like we t we're just like horribly like debaucherous and like we talk about like docking and like disgusting things and pegging it's like, yeah yeah <laughs> Just oh, pegging, pegging for like real, the dude. Grossest human, because like it's oh, yeah. it's, it's beautiful, because well, like you can't be like that today. Like so, we have like a little a group that you know where we can be kind of. There has to be a safe space where <laughs> we can be men, Tony. Yeah. Okay, we can just. Well, be it's men. funny because we're like we're being men, but we're like homoerotic and like oh, absolutely <laughs> like slapping oh, each yeah, other. Totally, Joe. You're you're like, a good looking man, right, Mike? Oh, yeah, you're a good looking guy, Joe. Everyone's in the shower, kind of measuring up. You know, yeah. how big is this hockey stick? What does he got for pucks down there? <laughs> 
Yeah, no, but it's weird though because the ones uh, like with any religion, the ones that are the loudest about sexuality or about sin—that's what I'm saying about Fallwell—are the well, are the freaks. ones are the ones who are doing what they're. Oh yeah, like, remember, remember Pastor Ted Haggard, he who bought the meth from yeah, a, oh, from yeah. from a uh, oh, a gay the, prostitute, yeah. or, and and he, and he was he he was at the White House with George Bush, and he was in charge of a congregation of like half a million people or something, railing against gays, gay rights. Here he is on the weekends. Oh, I'm just going to the store to get some milk. Yeah. You know? If by milk you mean crack. Yeah. You know? And and then <laughs> getting I, I, just, I just got a massage. I, yeah, you know. the hypocrisy is Ex- exactly. Is glaring. And see, that's, and that's that's like, the big I problem that I have stand, with it. Like that's why I was in such a deep depression because I, I hated myself. Because I was like, I have this per <laughs> I have this perfect, you know, person that I'm supposed to live up to and like nobody can live up to that. It's and impossible. Then, and but like when you're told you're a filthy wretch every week after week and it's like maybe yeah. i am but you start did to this. believe it but jesus did this but you are a wretch you don't deserve this like a wretch a wretch yeah didn't filthy wretch the, didn't he cast the gamblers out of the church he did he yeah. didn't like money right i mean he was oh Je- yeah jesus I mean, probably would have been at the grateful dead concert with you having a bread bowl or yeah there's a yeah there's a like song. In reality, and he was probably not light light skinned he was probably oh he was darker absolutely skinned. not light skinned so that's the thing with all this stuff that's why to me it's like a it's its own version of comic-con you know it's just like pick do you like the Marvel Universe? Do you yeah, like DC? Do you? Yes. Yeah. So, like, look, people want to believe what they want to believe. Hey, I'm fine with it. Don't try and impose it on others, and and don't, you know, yeah. hurt people with it. And yeah. I mean, I think so. That's that's basically during my deconversion is where I like, I struggled with some anger because I was like, I re- I had some regret issues, and then there was like, these people are a detriment to society. <laughs> like, I was actually like angry. I was like. Mm. Because I was like, we have to stop that. <laughs> like, you know, then I almost went, you know, the uh, like, the opposite side of the spectrum, where I was like going to be in, you know, yeah, you know, an atheist that was going to be in, in like, atheist start, rage like, lord trying to deconvert Christians. Right. Like, I almost swung the pendulum like, from one mission to another. Yeah. 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 No. Wow. So. Yeah. No, and, and you know what, man, and it's taken me a while to get there, but I feel like there is a happy middle where you can just be like, dude, I'm, I'm never going to get to these people about pointing out the errors of their ways. Yeah, no. They believe what they believe about me. I just meet people where they're at now, dude. And it makes life so much easier. And, yeah. And you get along better with people. And you just, you have a better go at your existence when you realize, yeah, there are people who believe this with 100% of their, their being. And they're not going to change. And it, and, it, and it spills into every aspect of their life. And they'll yes. bring it up to you no matter what. And that's just it. Yeah. You got to look for the things in them that, there, there could still be good things in them that you like, that are human about them. But it's I don't exactly. know, a lot of them are good people, though. All, I, I want to point that out no, too. That's with the religion thi- as well. Yeah. Like that's the thing is, like that's m- the most of them are just part about are all this yeah. is like we love those people. I do. Like, they were I do. Fam- I count were, them friends and family. They were yeah. family, but like because of who I am and who I was in the church, I oh. can't just be. You're, friends you're with a leper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. I they can't li- just be I've friends been, with Tony, the non-believer now. You, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, Ooh, he's, he's I, the I, I'm a threat to the unification of the body. You're a threat to the establishment. Because, like I know, was in Minnesota, Tony. Right. <laughs> because you know, their, their faith, you know, is so strong that they can't even have somebody who's left it around. Right. You know? Can't even have you around. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, growing up, certainly, you know, you, you especially around this area, you know, in New Hampshire, this part of the state and really this part of the country there's a lot of well that's evangelical like, christians and a lot of them will tell you with a smile on their face that you are going to hell yes no seriously <laughs> i had, yeah, I I had a, my friend's father when i was a high schooler tell me i was going to get into drugs um i was i was 
I was going to go down a bad road and if I didn't accept Jesus Christ. And he met, he literally meant that. He, oh, yeah. he was they, trying they, to save me every single heart, time I, I saw him. I would have said that to you. Oh, yeah. And, and you would you would have said it with the best of intent, too. Because, yeah, because I wanted you to have the, 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 the answers that I had. I wanted you right. to have that freedom of no, having absolute Ab- truth. Absolute knowledge. And so I, yeah. just, I just said to him, I said, well, what about, you know, the, the people who live in the bush or the people who live in this country? The people yeah, the who, innocent the people who believe. He's like, well, they're sinners, but, yeah. uh, you know, they can still be saved, you know. And, and it's Yeah, just, so basically, it, uh, you know, so it's it actually culminated in him getting a Bible engraved with my name in gold, and he gave it to me. For our high and school graduation. For, and he gave one to Eric, too. Yeah. And um, it's incredible. I, we still see those people. I love them. They're great people, but... I don't know if they ever realize, like, like you don't do that to uh, your friends or to people, <laughs> yeah. or, or like, I well, never went in there to, spouting it's atheist hard to shit because I somebody respect to hell it's and like anti-social behavior, Tony. Like this is like this is the like one of the the things I would run into is like it it was so hard to love people with this viewpoint. Yeah, like it was kind of so, scary. It was a rigid viewpoint. Like <laughs> like homosexuals are going to hell. Like yeah, that's a that's a terrible viewpoint to have. Like and, and the thing is we, we, we all know or have people in our family who, who are gay or who yeah. are super religious, who, who are aren't religious, who are into this political viewpoint. Not and that's the thing I think I, I wish more people who were had had tunnel vision religion would understand that the world is is yeah, so is not so black and white like that. Yeah, and luckily I like so I, I started my career at New Hampshire Ball Bearing when I finally did get a job after all this drug after I got you know Christian and and I I needed to I I got clean so I passed my first drug test like ever. It was like a momentous occasion. Like it was crazy cuz I had failed so many and then I got saved and I put down I got you know I didn't smoke weed for 10 years and i was a heavy smoker i started smoking when i was like 14 years old and i stopped that day i got saved by jesus i didn't smoke again until like 10 years later during like the deconversion process and uh yeah Whew. wow what a ride dude yeah it was crazy you were i drank like you crazy oh so you oh. drank the whole time but you just didn't oh yeah because okay. booze is kind of like quietly okayed in the church like it yeah. definitely it like it's I don't well, want to like call out it, certain sex, but like certain certain groups like party, and then you know, oh yeah, know, like dude, it's you know, because you can twist the Bible however you want. Oh, yeah. to, to, to like, your means, yeah, yes, use it to your means, like, and which it's been clearly used in yes. that direction, and like so, like I don't, like I don't tell people I lo- like I didn't lose faith in God. I lost faith in people. Like there's no way human beings being the way they are kept this sacred text in this pure form, you know, when look at our country, look at our gut, like, look at the, You're right. look this, at humanity. This is a representation of divinity? Right. Like, this we're, is fucking we're, clown world. We're 2,000 years sick. later and we're still, like, atrocious to each other. Yeah, like, we drone bomb children. <laughs> like, we drone yeah, bomb there's children. There's no way we were capable of keeping the sacred text sacred and pure and, like, and it just happens to, you know, be like really manipulative and controlling of women and, and, oh, yeah. and keep men in po- like. And the shame, you're talking about the shame and the guilt. And that's a big Catholic yeah, oh, thing, too. Huge. So your grandparents on both your parents' sides were Catholic. Same here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I- Irish Catholic, Boston. Um, my, my Both my parents had to go to Catholic schools and. My dad had to go to the Catholic school as a little boy, and he absolutely hated it. I mean, they, they abused the kids. I mean, oh, yeah. The, not just sexually, the, but yeah, I mean, like, they physically like physical, yeah, hit the kids. Spare the rod, spoil the child is an yep. actual thing. Yep. Our dad was uh, it was given uh, 740 or the stick. You get hit with the stick, or you got to write a 740 word composition. Yeah, so it's you go, wild. give me the stick. Well, you put your hands out, and yeah. they'll hit you. They stick. would literally hit when my oh, dad yeah, was a kid, knuckles. right yeah. on the knuckles. Like, this is this is why I do child that abuse. Face. 
for humanity because like we're starting to follow like psychology instead of like an ancient Dogma. book instead yeah. of an ancient book like you know like like if we if we love our children and like teach that like and we treat them as little human beings instead yeah. of little monsters right and they'll actually like be okay like they'll do what you want if, that, if they'll we, turn out better if we recognize mike that they're sentient like my dad yeah. tried to like authoritarian my ass and like get me like discipline tried my to mussolini you to be, like, to, and some people like we i am a rebe- rebellious person at heart like there's yeah. no it's at my core so like the more like but you love me you'd be yeah. nice to me this is how you're showing you love me yeah, yeah. like but like if, that's what i'm saying like if you love your children instead of disciplining like you know trying to it, it has a tremendous effect so what are your kids i mean you you mentioned you have uh, a few of your kids are now teenagers you have an 18 year old where are they wh- what do they think about your experience with that or have you talked to them about do religion about it, yeah. or about like what you know what, what, what do they think about yeah so we're that? we're basically just open-minded now you know like let's have these discussions yeah like right. let's talk about it i don't know the answers anymore because I used to, I'd be like, yeah, I know the exact. Of course I have the answer. I do know the answer. I studied apologetics. Like, I used to go to apologetic conferences. Like, so apologetics is like the defense of Christianity. Like, you know, like, it's use. they'd say they use logic and reason. Like, they do. Because they use, like, you know, tactical arguments to prove. It's like the Sea Org for Scientology. Because, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, it is faith. Both sides. Whether you believe there's something or not, mm-hmm. it's faith. So you, basically, apologetics is like your your muscle to prove that mine is more probable than yours. It's right. not definite, but mine is more probable because of logic, you know, and reason, you know. Uh, and another tactic a lot of uh, r- really hardcore religious people use is, well, you don't believe in, you must you don't believe in anything then. Do, then you know, oh, why don't you just you know, why don't you just kill yourself or what? what do, you need religion to have to be a good person. Yeah, and moral have relativism was a big word huge, that got tossed huge, around. Yeah. I to, that's what I used to like. I'd call. I'd be like, oh, so you're a moral relativist. Yeah. What, like, so what do you believe in then? Yeah. You know, so you don't believe. Any, you're not going to be a good person. In, yeah. How do you define good? Yeah, because you you, you can't know it's wrong to kill another human unless you have a book telling you not to do yeah. so. That yeah, it's wrong. No, I definitely I've converted to I do like I don't know who said it. It might be like I know JP Jordan Peterson quotes it, but it's like the the line between good and evil is drawn down every man's heart. Like you know. Yeah. Like you know what's right, right and wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know the difference between good and verped. You know, <laughs> I, I was thinking the same exact thing at that moment. I was like, we're synced up right now. Me and Tony, you know, what synced. is virtuous yeah. and what is not. Yeah, that's why. And that was the reckoning that the, happened when we were little with the Catholic Church starting to happen in middle school and early high school. Finally, it was being acknowledged that these kids were being abused and these oh, priests yeah. were then oh, being. Gosh, yeah. they, they weren't, first of all, not even law enforcement, but. They were just being moved. They oftentimes to another yeah, another church or parish, like fifty miles gone. down the road. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and with um, no like, oh, they'd be abusing no kids the next day. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, yeah. And that really, that really, really turned out. How there's I, even still a cow? I mean, there's just oh, money it's mind and power. Bo- it's, it's mind-boggling. But, like, but I get it because I've been there and I know how good it feels to think Absolutely. that you have that. Yeah. And and like, like Eric was that, saying, that we, answer. we have great friends and cl- close family that are Catholic. Also, I, I respect and love all them, and and um, I'm sure they do me. But we we just it just doesn't we don't argue about it. It doesn't come yeah, up anymore. And exactly. I don't wa- I don't want to argue. It about doesn't it. define me anymore. I, that's that's yeah. like it it it's no longer my identity. Like I'm I I live outside of whether or not there's a God. Yeah, I honestly I li- don't it, think it, about it because it, it doesn't much either. No, yeah, yeah that's, I just go about my life, man. 
it's funny because we had this you talk about like if i we had this conversation in the truck with my kids the other day and and my 10 year old son he was like i don't really think about it anymore and i'm like you know i think that's good because like i was one of the things that I, i was i was concerned for my children's like psychological like welfare after being immersed in such a fundamentalist experience like Luckily, we were like I, we get out maybe two or three years ago, so they were you know before that age seven where they're like made into like they had, they've had some time out, and we were never like crazy people like that's what people used to always tell me they're like Tony you're such a normal Christian, it's because I never like I dove in but I never like I like like the homosexual beings like I never like I couldn't do, like I never got it I'm like I don't get it like why are we Focus. Why are we hung up on Why this? Why are we focusing right. on this bull? Like, and then, like, I got out of Winchenden, where there's, like, where you're definitely, like, you will be outcasted if you're gay. Where, like, it's still a little bit honky-tonk. Like, and so I left Winchenden and Peterborough and these small, and I went to corporate America, where, like, it's more progressive. And, like, I befriended homosexuals or gay people. And, and, and I'm like, wait, I'm damning this person to hell? Like, I actually love this part like i loved i i loved somebody and and if you could truly i can't damn anybody that i love to uh, anywhere of eternal part like i don't care what you oh, like, the thought terrific. of it the thought of it's hideous it's terrific like i so, so eventually like i'm like i'm a good like i i always consider myself a loving person like i've always been hippy dippy like i love is love is all you need it is. right it is and so I and like so working in this environment with people who were very opposed to my thoughts, like I would have like morning debates with these people where they were like, like, cause, like, this is some old school thinking. This fundamentalist stuff, like gays are sinful, women sh- women were not allowed in leadership. So another thing, I didn't want to raise my daughters in an environment where they're you you have to be subservient to a man. Like th- like you're not you're not equal. Like yeah. they would say they would say different you know we're not equal we're different like or some bullshit like that it was called egalitarianism which is basically god has defined specific roles for men and women and as he's designed us to live that way you're supposed to live that like you're most fulfilled in your life by living in that role well i say bullshit because there's some women out there that are not submissive and they and 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 they shouldn't be forced to be you ever seen Ronda Rousey? <laughs> like just, I mean, I was no, in the absolutely. church and you could see that people struggled with it and they still, they still put up with it. Like, like, so all the important decisions for that, that place were done by men. Like at the board members, every, every, every point of position, a male was only, a, and, and, and like I'm raising daughters, you know, right. like how am I supposed to tell my daughter, you know, how am I supposed to strengthen her and encourage her when when she can't do she can't she can never attend the meetings that i'm going to just because of her gender right like how this is 20 this is twisted this is this is the 20th century (laughs) the 20th century and i'm like so yeah event like i so i would work out in corporate america where there's like progressive people like these people are smart (laughs) you know yeah not to say anything against winchin you know there's some (laughs) intelligence there um but like you know, these are MIT, Harvard. Like these are smart. We're at a people. level. Like, we're at like big, yeah, corporate, like successful companies that are that seek out top tier employment. Like these people all went. Like I, I went to like online college, so like I never talked about college. Like I finished up at University of Phoenix. So, 
Hey, you got the degree, man. I got the that's piece of paper that, that got me in the door, and that's like literally exactly. all I wanted. It's just the ticket to ride. It's crazy, but yeah. So like these people, we would come in and, and they start debating me, and like like so at the time, the VP of my org was a woman, and the guy and this this, this particular friend colleague of mine, he'd be like, "How does it how does it make you feel that a woman's over you? Like she has power over you," and I and and, and they were just like like he was messing with me but it actually did start to like he's making a good it started to churn the gears like why is it okay for like just because it's you know god stuff that women like so just be just religious stuff women are you know not allowed to be at the at the head of the table so and like the thing like the journey that i've been on like is just women are incredible and like we really should give them props that they're due because we've we've they've had a tough ride like there is no doubt that you know, there's been some some societal shit. So and and archaical, you know, organizations like that are just not, yeah. you know, not 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 a place that I wanted to raise my my children, my daughters, especially. And then I don't want my sons growing up thinking that women are right. You know, submissive helpmates. You yeah. know, second class citizens. Yeah. Yeah. They were created for us. Right. Not, you know. As well, we're not created without women. We're only here because of women and, and, and no sh- like how not, strong you, they nobody are. Nobody would be here without a woman. I think about my mother. mom, my mom, man, and the fucking shit that she she had to go through and put up with and yeah. run a household of, of my brother and I, my sister, and you know, my dad was out working full time, but she ran that place, man, made sure we were everything, X, Y, yeah. and Z. She did that and she worked full time. And she the worked full time. And yep. yeah. bring you to hockey and you yeah. know, when dad couldn't do it or yeah. yeah, no, everything. Oh, no, I, I think we, we are, you know, we have. We're got, moving in a better direction. Better with with that. That. I agree. We I, have. I, th- I think so as well. I think, and we I think that's because we've broken down these dogmatic systems that enforced it. I mean, th- like you think about these systems that our our fathers' fathers were raised in. Like they're all, <laughs> they're patriarchal. It's harsh. There's no oh, dude, doubt. It's harsh, like, dude. So as we've broke, we're going to get better. Like there's no doubt. we got to break cycles and, yeah. and we'll get better as we go. But like places like that, like I wasn't growing like I still struggled like with like equality with women while I was there because like I believed a book that basically told me that I was, you know, supposed to be a man that lives a certain way. Like masculinity is like absolute. Like that's the thing about that I I I loved about it and eventually hated was they have an answer for everything, but it's not necessarily an answer for everything. Like it's like they have an answer that fits their agenda. Yeah, like that that they can mold to seem like it's, you know. So but so I I, I eventually and, you know, I watched this show. I don't know, you have Hulu, it's called The Path with uh, Je- oh, yeah, uh the, the guy, guy from the guy from Hannibal. Breaking Bad. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Yeah, well, I actually watched it. one episode takes place in Ringe, New Hampshire. Oh, I so yeah, wow, so that's, isn't that funny? That's crazy. Yeah, so so this show is about a cult. Like a a real cult. Like there's murders in this one, okay? So there's no murders in my church. Like that's 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 I guess that's where you draw the line in a cult maybe these days. Murders like or drug dealing. Murders. Well, if you're like in a cult, there's a chance you might get a Netflix series twenty years down <laughs> the line. I mean, they're definitely that's what I like when I left, I was like like you guys are going to be known in history as like it's not going to look good on you. It's like, going to be. And a, he's it's like, not going to. This tweet's like, not going to age well. He's like, well. that's a straw man. I'm like, well, it's it's a strong one though. Like, I mean, we don't look kindly upon these non-progressive organizations anymore. Like, they're ta- they're taking statues down of people that were just following cultural norms. Like, y'all are going against cultural norms at this point. Like, that's a problem. Like, 
And you're seeing that a lot, I think, in Europe too, like in Ireland and England and, and uh, other parts of Europe. A lot of younger people are moving away from that traditional religion and having to go to a place to, to uh, you know, to worship or, or, or to be part of that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah no, you're, you're seeing a lot of different types of churches kind of spring up that are more open minded. Yeah, oh, more yeah, inclu- there's tons, yeah. Like that's the and I I'm all for that. Yeah, like, that's that. I have no problem with people believing in God and, and, and worshiping a higher power and, and wishing to do like that's the, the beauty of Christianity is its two main staples are love your neighbor as you love yourself and then love God. But like they have like I didn't I didn't get that vibe. You weren't getting let's that just, vibe let's from just that. put it yeah. that I didn't get that vibe because I was down with that vibe. Yeah. When I yeah, read the Bible from, and yeah. I was like, wait, like I don't have to be anxious about tomorrow because like I got like just worry about today. Like it's you know, you're here and now don't like there was a lot of stuff that helped me. But then there was like stuff that was like, mm, well, uh, that's wait, easy. like yeah. uh, this stuff is archaic and like we can move. But. And, you know, they choose basically what they get to move past. They pick and choose like what, they, what to gloss over and yeah, paper over. Yeah, so they're over. basically trying to make and, – and even the I think the Pope still said something recently that, like, like homosexuals still aren't allowed in heaven. Like, he said something like that Yeah, recently. there was something recently. Like, that's yeah, insane. For, it's 2021. Yeah. Like, we al- – like, like it's – in it's w- humanity is, is a lot slower to progress than – than I than I'd like to see personally. That's but, probably I mean, why the aliens that, don't want to. They don't want to come here. Well, no. I, yeah. So my theory is Elon's a Martian, so and, he's, he, and he's trying to get back with this like primitive. So that's human why he, technology, SpaceX, and all that is all, and Tesla is all. Yeah, just he's to trying try to get home. He's, <laughs> so he's like a modern day ET. It, but like he know he's so smart <laughs> because like he's a, he's a Martian. Like he's he's an advanced. You know, he's something. He's hosting SNL tomorrow. I, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to watch that. I think they're doing that as a stunt because the viewership is down and the show sucks so much. That they're just going to be like, all right, we're going to have Elon Musk. We well, have- yeah, now that Trump's gone, they can't make fun of anybody. Right. Yeah, or they like, can't have he, him host they, again. Yeah. They liked no. him back then. But when they, they would, like, I mean, that was their shtick. Like, they'd make fun of Trump. Like, that was like half the show. So, like. What are they going to do now? Yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> they can't, they don't really. They ran out of material. Yeah, and so a lot of the press did. A lot of the uh, the late night hosts. What they what do they got now? It's just I mean, it's no. They still they got the COVID. They got and yeah. then they got the racial stuff going on. So there's always identity they, talk politics they at have play. Their, their scripts and yeah, their they, and their they, narratives. They, they and don't ever seem to run out of no uh, shit. No, that's true. They, they they got their talking points. It's funny. Like I I I grew up like my parents. I think I vaguely remember them watching the news. I've never been a news guy. Like I've never wanted to tune in. Yeah, because like I've always, like they're depressing. Like it's all bad. It's yeah. all doom and gloom. It's all violent <laughs> stuff. Crimes. Uh, yeah, if the just, news was good news, I probably would have tuned in. But like, it's always turned me off. So I, I've I, never been a news guy. Like, yeah. So like regular get, news. You know, this is how they brainwash the masses. But like, it's like, who watches the news anymore? Like, who watches Fox News? Like, who uh, is up at there? Apparently, a lot of people. Though I know, and that's, that's the that's numbers the thing, are like man. up there, especially during election dude. years. It's like, yeah. who is watching Fox News at seven o'clock at night? Like, why? What? Why does your life suck that bad that you're obsessing over the shittiest people on earth? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's the echo chamber. Yeah, it's. Yeah, and then they go at work and they talk about it at, wa- at the well, water cooler, and it's like all Fox and MSN is is it's millionaires serving billionaires. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's much. What our press is. Yeah, yeah. media is in press. I like that's that. why I actually like Twitter because like it it's the real. Sh- it seems like the realest news source that like real time, and like you can. It's like you can just put it out there. Well, you used to used to be able to put it out there, but now it's a little bit more. Yeah, and it's and they definitely have like you know algorithms that are more um, traded towards 
whoever they want to promote. But I know it, it, it is funny, uh, Tony, when you, do, when you do know someone who legit is a Maddow disciple, Rachel Maddow disciple of MSNBC, or who is a Hannity disciple of Fox News. Like, they're, they're, they're not joking. It's not ironic. Like, they're legit. This is what informs their worldview. Their worldview. Their worldview. Yeah. And, and this is where they get their politics and their news from. Right. Just like and I got mine from this old book. Right. That was my worldview. Right. So, like, I didn't watch the news because I didn't. I mean, the news was. And, there wasn't anything and good. You know, there. Twitter. I mean, here we are now, man. We have literally never had more access to information and knowledge. It's incredible. And, and, and a push, push of a button on this thing in one second, man. You can look up. Yeah, some crazy. Remember in school, crazy. You won't have shit. a calculator on you. Yeah, right. A Lying calculator, son of bitches. I got a calculator. I haven't yeah. had to do simple math in, since I got a phone. Yeah, no. I mean, we we have Britannica. We, I mean, it's uh, it's, I, ma- it's, I mean, it's it's madness. But we've never been more fucking ratings, stupid. Yeah, and our heads the, up yeah. our fucking collective asses yeah, than we are right now. Our echo chambers. Idiocracy is a documentary. <laughs> we're we're living it's, it now, it's a dude. Mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. It's it's insanity, man. And um, really, people ask me, Eric, what can we do? How do we combat it? How do we, I don't know. What we can do is, is consciousness. We can elevate consciousness. Amen, it it starts, starts right here, man, right within you. Yep. And then other people can pick up on that. They can watch what you're doing. I mean, you know, I see what you're doing, man, with, with your, your home, your farmstead, the home farming and, and starting a business. And it's all fucking amazing stuff. It's, it's consciousness elevating that's yeah and it has a ripple effect that's the word i love to in, use. Your, in your c- community and the people around you and you can influence them not yelling at them or screaming at them or you got to do this and believe <laughs> this but you walk a walk man right and people see it and, and that has an impact so you know yes. i hear from people eric it's so cool you have a podcast uh you do this i listen and 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 you're, you're active and it's fun and it's entertaining and and that can have an impact on someone. Maybe they'll start their own podcast. Yeah. yeah or that, yeah. that will get them to look into something we've talked about that they've never heard about before. So what we can do is elevate our consciousness and inspire others to do that. Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's the, the thing I, I really came to grips with was, you know, I can't save the world. I can, I can only just... Because you do. You want to. Like, you watch... Like we you all want do. better, dude. You, you, yeah. You, you know, we're... Well, I can't say everybody because there are some terrible humans out there. Well, Raytheon like, doesn't. I'm want an to. I'm an ide- I'm an idealist. You know, I'm a I'm a John Lennon. I'm a, you know I, I I can imagine a world of peace because you know I'm a I'm I'm a you know a peaceful I, guy. I'm a peaceful guy. Well, like, you live I can, it. I can imagine you live it in your that. everyday. Yeah, I can imagine that life. So, <laughs> you know, and and I I've always wanted. You know, I've been a uh, the evangelicalism was good for because I was trying to save souls. You know, like I was trying to save the world. I was already saved. You know, I, I was people. already saved. So like this deconversion process was a was a very different. Like I, w- I started looking inward and that's really when my life and and everything became much better is when yeah. I started looking inward instead of looking outward for answers, for satisfaction, for purpose. Um, when I started looking inward, it was like, okay, like, cause that's all you got in this life is, is your ride well, that's and right. what you're going to do. You, so, when, you, when you look inward, man, that really affects how you treat other human beings yeah. and, and how you approach them. Like road rage, for example, um, tailgating people. W- when I see tailgating, I see lack of consciousness. Yes. I don't get angry. Uh, I mean, yeah, a little bit. He's like, I want to fucking right. smack that dude off the head and say, dude, get off his ass. There's going to be an accident. 
but you're looking at someone who's lacking consciousness. Uh, it's and, all yeah, and, and that's that's what it is. Yeah, and, and that applies to politics. It applies to driving. It applies <laughs> it applies to how you treat other people, uh, what you talk about, uh, you know, who you surround yourself with. So, if you can at least discover that, you can you can get on a better path. Yep, and that's yeah, like consciousness is like my drug now. Like that's basically like that's why I love psychedelics is because. You can travel your con like you can travel your conscious like it's it's wild and uh, like that's that that's like the the two definitions or like the two ideas of basically life come from is like do we create consciousness or is consciousness this thing that we tap into is it inherited or is and it that's it why I like I love Sam Harris Sam Harris is super into consciousness like yeah well he's got a neuro uh, a neuro background in uh, neuroscience yeah and it's uh, all brain he right he d is always talking that way about uh all right because they want to prove that the brain or like they don't well, want to prove it but they want to find it it's they just this right it's just well well some might say that in the neuroscience world well, Har sam harris is they pretty don't, yeah they they don't have it like locked down though because like you right. got guys like graham Han graham hitchcock i think it's graham yeah. hitchcock that it's like oh our uh, brains hancock? Are, graham hancock, hancock yeah. yeah he's like big into psychedelics and and in consciousness exploration and he's like he, and, you know he's basically he considers the brain like a bluetooth to wow. consciousness so i like that <laughs> so those are the two schools of thoughts that i like basically juggle between like either we the could live somewhere in the middle it. of those two things yeah you never i mean who knows because yeah. consciousness is wild like that's really it like, is and, and when and you like, do psychedelics like we joked earlier we need donald trump you know when you're on <laughs> mushrooms you're like dude could donald trump do fucking mushrooms <laughs> but like you think about crazy shit like that and you really do unwrap things in a way that you can't well you can but you do more so when you're on on psychedelics yeah they take you to a like so well it depends on the dose too like this yeah if we're doing heroic or heavier doses take you to places that you know like you almost like you can't control and i think mm -hmm. that's you know why people are scared of them because they, they force it's you uncomfortable. to comfortable they force you to face things that you may like early trauma mm -hmm. like some people see like vivid early trauma like early childhood trauma that they've dealt with and they're using it for you know therapy sessions at this point for people with ptsd because you're you're basically able to like relive the experience with like a with a almost like a therapeutic background to it. Like you're reliving it, but you're also analyzing it at the same time. Like cycle. You're looking like, at how did this happen? What were the, what was the uh, scenario happening playing out here? That why I went through this. Yeah. What, like what, why did my body caused, react the way it did? Yeah. What caused this to happen? And you're looking at it from a different point of view. And and psychs definitely allow you to do that. And and and. Trauma I've had in my life, they, they've helped me iron out a lot of trauma. Obviously, losing my father was was is the most traumatic thing that I'm still dealing with and will ever deal with, probably. I don't know. I mean, you know, knock on wood. But um, yeah, psychedelics, they help you iron that out and, and live with it. They help you just accept it and live with it. And, and it is reality. It gave me, they give me a peace. Like yeah, inner peace. A peace beyond understanding, as, the, uh, as I used to say <laughs> when I had a different... Uh, belief system but like it's like yeah it's 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 crazy and i I've, I've definitely i feel like i'm in a in a much better place treating because i have i had multiple concussions i had you know a major head injury as a child like there is no doubt like so after i left the ch so basically what i've concluded in my experience is that my my saving from jesus my you know i used to always i have like a day and in, in, in i have an experience in mind where i had like an emotional experience in my apartment reading the bible where like 
you know, where I would have used to say the Holy Spirit came over me and I, and I got saved. Like I became, I saw the light. Like I, that was the moment when I like, and I would talk about it and that was my testimony. And I would talk about, you know, this, this moment where I, I saw the light and I became an, a disciple of Jesus. And it's like, I look back on it and after talking to medical professionals <laughs> instead of pastors, um, <laughs> that I had anxiety, that I had these m- mental issues that I was seeking help for. Um, and the, the, the passages in the Bible that, that freed me from anxiety gave me an immense feeling of joy. Like I, it, so th- it, basically, it short-term freed me of my mental illness. I will say that. But then it, it, I would say it exponentially made it worse later. Well, created a as new it, one. As it, yeah, like as it wore off and as I, as I created new crazy anxieties with church like there's some trauma that i would say i i like some things that i went through that are are traumatic to me like just because of the crazy emotions and like sitting behind like in front of a board of elders what just the word elder just creeps me out so i had to sit in front of a board of elders and officially renounce my religion and like tell them i i wanted to leave and that was like one of i i the most anxiety ridden experiences of my life oh. i had to sit behind these men so that i've known for 11 years respected colleagues of mine and basically tell them that i'm i'm done i don't want to be in their club anymore and i knew but so it wasn't that that game it was it was the repercussions that i knew were coming because i knew what happened when you left you were ostracized right you were kicked out i knew that people i loved and cared about were n- not going to talk to me done. anymore like that was like no contact yeah nothing like nothing you're and dead these to were them. people that were like they would call me brother wow brother like you know we and you know because they would talk about how this this bond in christ is greater than any other bond in the world like it's 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 divine you know there's nothing else like it. it's you're bonded by blood divine blood and then so i guess you have to be it, it's they but they preach unconditional love but as soon as i broke that condition Mm. it was they're, they weren't loving you no more <laughs> no no more love for tony no, so that so but the way they'll say it is we love you so much that we're not gonna have anything to do with you <laughs> that's uh, that's their, about they, got a, they got a way to contort everything don't they <laughs> They do because the contortion <laughs> contortion artists they're like cirque du soleil yeah so wow. i so that's so my experience i i tie now because it took me that jesus moment held me in religion for so long yeah because it wasn't like I didn't just I didn't question stuff. I question stuff um, uh, because I've always been a reasonable human. That's why people tell you know you're you're not you're you're don't strike me like one of these people. You're a different Christian, (laughs) yeah. Because you stayed for eleven years because it just had such a hold on you. It did. It really just impacted you so much. I couldn't like I should have left at five. Like I because and I was like a problem in the church. Like I was one of those difficult to love people. He was a maverick. Yeah, I was rebellious. You know, because I didn't just (laughs) toe the line like. I never have, and I I likely never will. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. That's so great. yeah, anything you do, you know. Yeah. There used to be a voice of dissent. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be somebody to keep you, you know. But yeah, so that that so I I I I tie that moment to a moment of like freedom from mental illness, like the head trauma. Psychosis. So I I I got out of the church, and I and and I was having some issues because I just lost like my entire paradigm just crumbled. Like I just. I just went from knowing the absolute truth of why we're here and my purpose in life to starting over. 
you know, like trauma. I was like, I, I didn't know. I was like, you're starting. It's like a newborn baby. It's like, okay. So I literally went from knowing the absolute, like I'm going to heaven. Like I'm predestined. Like I know my life. Like I just got to live out my faith and I get to go to this place. And I'm like, I was set. And now I'm not set anymore. And it's like, okay. And so I, I sought professional help. I, I saw, you know, I talked to some people and, you know, within my first session, this woman goes, do you have head trauma? Wow. Like immediately. Hmm. Cause like I dot every single, I check every box for basically CTE head trauma type, situ- like high anxiety, untreatable depression. So like, and it was amazing because she introduced me to mindfulness and basically, I read this book in my later, like towards the end of my Christianity that touched on cognitive behavioral therapy, which is like traditional, you know, modern psychology, how you basically trick your brain into being happy. And uh, yeah, so I, I saw a prof- and they taught me mindfulness. And within a couple of books, like I, I literally felt like I had advanced 10 years of my life in awareness and emotional responses and like. Like, I realized that I wasn't my thoughts, like, one of those things. Like, it was just, like, I became, I, I basically became aware, consciously aware. Awareness. Like, I had a, a conscious awakening, and that changed everything from there. That's what I tell, I tell people. It took me 35 years to wake up. Like, it really did. Like, I was, I was in a fog. I was, I was, I was dealing, I was, I was not here and now. I was always in my head, you know, always contemplating shit that didn't matter, yeah, you couldn't just enjoy the moment. You couldn't I truly couldn't, live because I didn't moment. know why I was in the moment. Yeah, so it was just a constant, perpetual struggle. Right, but now I know all there is is the moment. That's it. Yeah. It's, oh it, man, how, how good does that feel when you just you face a day and well, I don't want to I don't want to call it face a day. You're privileged to have a day. Absolutely, you have it. You have this day in this body yeah. that works, and you're you're you know sentient and 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 your eye you can see and. It's beautiful. There's so so much beautiful things to experience and um, love when when you just when you can, when you're not afraid of just loving openly, just being open about yes. your passions, the people you love, the, the music you like, the things you like to do. It's incredibly liberating, and yeah. it's very it's it's a beautiful that's way to live. M- that's my God. Love is yeah. is my God. Like yeah. I if if I like, and that's like the only thing in life that I can say is real is love. Like I have felt like beyond, you know, understanding like something that I know and it's love. Cause like the way I feel about my children, mm-hmm. the way I feel about my wife, like I love them more than I love myself. Like, and I honestly couldn't say that when I was in the church, uh, that, that came from psychedelic experiences and, oh, yeah. and the, the ego death that, that accompanied it. Like I, I never could say that. Like, cause I, it, like I went to the I went to church trying to find unconditional love and you and, got the opposite. And, and I and I basically found out what unconditional love was not is what I would say. And and the reason why I left the church is because the communities I was involved in outside of the church showed me more unconditional love than the people that literally based their organization upon it. And that's why I left. That's that's brass tacks. That, that, that's what I can't. I was like, how am I going to be among these people that are claiming this and I'm not experiencing it. I'm. I, I have this gay friend at work who loves me better, th- and he's supposed to be this heathen heretic, going to hell. deemed for hell. Yeah. And he and he loves me better than these people who who have this divine bond with me. Or like yeah. I'd go disc golfing on the weekends, and they were they, these tr- you know these debaucherous weed smoking hippies drinking beers and you know listening to smoking their weed. Grateful Dead's yeah. and 
and and and they loved me better than the church did. They would be yeah. like, "Tony, you're you're crazy, but we're gonna, you know, but yeah. we're gonna be nice to you and still love you. I love like, you, man. We yeah. do not agree with anything you say." And they've been they they've been some were better about it than like just like you were pretty hard on me like some were yeah. better about it than others and like it's those people that showed me that unconditional love that ultimately freed me from this closed-minded fundamentalist behavior and it and it freed me like i yeah. am free like you're out yeah you're out. like yeah. i live life now like all there is now is just possibility and happiness and moving, and forward. And moving forward yeah, yeah. And, one day at a time man just yeah. yeah one experience at a time one moment at a time man well, yeah. Mike and I say, we, you know, when we meet people or we have people in our lives and they do what they're going to do and what they're all about, we say that's their art. You know, yeah. that's the poetry of that human being. Yep. That's the art that they possess. This is my masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> We're all working on our masterpiece, man. <laughs> We're all working man. on our masterpiece. You know, so. towards something. But as long as you're working on something, something that brings yeah. you joy and happiness and purpose and, um, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I would never begrudge another human being if that's religion because they've had, you know, drug problems or mental yeah. illness or they've had just horrible shit happen to them that was totally out of their control and they had yep. it wasn't their fault. So I understand that. And I think it's great if people can find something out of religion and, and, and it really helps oh, yeah. them live and it helps uh, give them a sense of purpose. Um, but unfortunately, there are hucksters out there who, who exploit that. And then, yeah, you know, destructive. because I, that's why I really Anything feel like could be it, taken too far. And yeah. That's really, I, I mean, I feel like if you're, you know, if you're a religious or a spiritual person or you want to, you know, you, you know, want to have a relationship with a, who, what you think is God, you can do that on your own. You don't need to go to yeah. like a. So you don't have to pay 10 percent or 20 percent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, It really shouldn't it, cost a, that much. Yeah, it's, it, can, it can be a personal thing. And there, obviously, there's a lot of people they want to share it and they want to, you know, evangelize it and. Um, but I, I, like Eric was saying, and I, I agree this, the same way with uh, atheism, you know, that's why the, you get into labels. I don't really like the labels. I, yeah. Because I, oh, I don't know constricting. I, yeah, I don't want to call myself. politics is, is, exactly. is, is, is got what got us fucking ruining everything. as divided as we are because yeah. it's like, oh, you're one of them. It's and like the, the powers that be like that because we oh, actually yeah. all have more in common. We have more in common than we don't. That's how they Absolutely. keep their game going. Yeah. We're all fighting, distracted, stupid, dumbed down. And it's and way easier to do it when you're locked down in your house and only participating in social media. Through a screen. Yeah, right. Oh, dude, that's why Q thrived. Oh yeah, those are the conditions yeah, that gave us Q and that, that sort of like, shit. When in our lives were we ever like lockdowns? Is like it seems like Dude, such an it, insane it idea. <laughs> and and a lot of the powers that be really they even though some of the media is like oh, okay now you know you can you don't have to wear a mask when you're outside and this and that they they really want this to go on continuously. Oh They, no they doubt. want they want this well, type now of that they society this, and, and this new yeah, scary. and they saw how easily most of people are like oh I'm fucking scared just tell me what to do oh, I'll yeah, do it. Fear is a great two weeks okay it's only going to be two weeks okay sounds good 52 weeks 52 you know, weeks. forever yeah how, how forever. far does it go it goes as far as they need to push it is how yeah. far it goes yeah. man it goes it, yeah, as it goes as far as the government deeming you essential imagine a world yeah like dude, i saw this great being. meme today and it was like this guy in a baskin robbins like costume and he's like how the fuck am i essential <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible that's the, that's the question though isn't it we right. do it for the memes, really. At well, the the, dude, the, the best part is they made weed, the weed dispensaries, you know, they're essential now. You know, that's incredible. 20 years ago, we had the dare guy telling us that we'd throw our whole fucking life yeah, wh- away if we smoked all, a joint. What do you think all those dare goofballs? Goof- their freaking dispensaries what, are, are the essential. The dare goofballs now, they're probably the guys working at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. The dare guys are defunded at this point. Because I think dare pushed more kids into drugs yeah, than, than yeah. I did. dare you to do drugs. I didn't even know what it looked like until they showed me. I'm like, oh, sweet. Oh, cool. Yeah, where can I get this? That's wow. fucking incredible, man. 
Yeah, well, that's quite a journey, Tony. And, and um, you know, it's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you. I, I, I hadn't really had a chance to hear, hear it. Hear yeah, about that it. was... It, uh, it's, it's fascinating. And, you know, to anyone who's listening, um, you can you can change your ways. Life life is what you make it. Life it's, is now. It's, it's now. It's what you decide to do with it. It's what you make it. And, uh, you know, it's why we do this podcast. It allows us to talk to really cool people, you know, people who we who we love and have have interesting stories and yeah uh, i mean it's definitely been a world like a crazy life i mean we've only touched on very few small aspects of it we're only in our mid-30s man we're just getting going we're just getting going just just starting to back pain and you know all the old like gray hair (laughs) what do i say mike when i wake up some mornings i'm 40 i'm 40 yeah oh easy even though you're 30 you're not quite 30 40 I can't go as hard in the gym anymore. Like it's it's no the body is starting to break down. And like I was saying now, because Eric's drinking only not drinking now. I'm only drinking on the weekends. So I mean, these are positive changes, you know. But rejuvenation. uh, Yeah. Well, you know, you're lucky to have this body in this life, and (laughs) and it's like yeah, the vessel. Yeah, the meat suit. Meat suit. (laughs) The water balloon with consciousness. Yeah. During one of our uh, heavy psychedelic trips, my buddy got it. Like he. He uh, was talking about his vessel. His body was his vessel, like because, yeah, we were flying. Yeah, when so he kept like he kept whacking my leg and saying, "How's your vessel?" Like uh, like we're checking in good. on oh, because it's, it's it's true because we're kind of just like this thing is just carrying us around. <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's a water balloon that has a pilot lens. Ca- yeah, you know? exactly. It's good <laughs> yeah. carrying the. There's a meat it's an avatar. Yeah, it's an avatar, and you, you look <laughs> at everything, and you just try you try not to get <laughs> killed. Maybe you'll live eighty years. You know. Yeah, but uh, hopefully your primal isn't too primal. Yeah. So where can um, where can people find you, Tony, and your business and um, support you? And, and, you know, what's the timeline and when you guys might be open? We actually opened today, which is oh, pretty so exciting. So wow. we're I, I, I should have actually memorized the hours, but I'm pretty sure we're open 12 to 6 uh, during a couple of days. During the, well, I think we're closed two days. Like, uh, well, you'll close have Wednesday and Thursday, and then we're we're open Monday, Tuesday, twelve. And you'll have this all in all your and social Saturdays, media. Saturdays, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find us on the the Facebook uh, Ruscioni Homesteads on Instagram, Facebook. And challenge me right now. Ruscioni is R U S C H I O N I. Yeah. Ruscioni. Ruscioni. Most people say Ruscioni. Because I saw I've it a lot everything. from behind, looking at Tony's great on ass on the ice. <laughs> on his jersey, number 12, Ruscioni. But, um, no, Tony, this is awesome, dude. I appreciate you coming out here. Yeah, and this be, is an honor. Being honestly. on here some with us, man. Some you're of the people that you have talked to, I uh, I, I don't even, dude, you know, I'm just. Everyone's um, got their story, everyone man. Has a, all this, everyone's you know? got a story, and we're all just fucking people, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, I uh, mean, that's true, yeah. The humans in New York guy just, like, picks. Yeah. I mean. And we that, are. And Everybody's that, got an incredible story. And to tell. So, some people have have done fucking epic, outrageous things you can't even believe. And yeah, plenty of things I shouldn't have done for sure. Yeah, but plenty you know, of glad you I, did them. They're part of the, your experience. Yeah, on the other side of it, yeah. So, um, yeah. So when I share this, I'll I'll be sure to post all your social media and, and check out uh, Tony and Morgan's. Um, uh, Rusky. Yeah, we barely even talked about the farm and this. I mean, it's well, we'll we're gonna have to do another episode. I, I think we'll, so. We'll definitely, Maybe yeah. we'll see how much people we'll, hate me. We'll bring in some products and uh, we'll we'll test them out. We'll do a uh, you know we'll get some Ruscioni Homestead uh, t-shirts. And oh wear man, I failed. I should have brought you guys some merch for sure. I, well, I, I, we'll I, no, we'll, we, we'll post it. We'll get. I'll, I'll put it all up on there. But uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and uh, Tony, thanks for joining us. This was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, thanks for having. Thank me. you. This is yeah. incredible. Yeah, we'll do it again and. Uh, Everybody out there, hope you're doing well and uh, you're hanging in there and not going too crazy in COVID-1984. And uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
YouTube under Jackman Radio. I'm on Instagram every day. I'm addicted. Senator Jackman's my handle. So come say hi, hi to me on there. So thanks for listening, everybody, and be good and take care. <laughs>